0: You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org podcasts. My name is Ari. You're listening to Chirp Radio, and I'm at Pitchfork today, and I'm sitting here with Amber Mark. Hi, Amber. How's it going? It's going very
1: well. It's very hot here today, but I'm trying to enjoy the weather, I want to say, because
0: I was praying for warmth, and now it's warmth on steroids. <laughs> what? defines you as an artist Um, you're an incredible songwriter you're a producer you write and produce all your music yourself what about your identity and you has informed your work
1: i feel like i just always try to take from experiences in my life traumatic events in my life and i think that i use music as a form of therapy so i feel like i kind of would say uh, I am my own therapist when it comes to music, I guess. That's kind of what defines me when it comes to songwriting and production and stuff like that. So as long as I'm just being honest with myself and uh, trying to just understand what I'm going through, whether it's happy or sad, I think that's kind of what defines me as an artist. But I think a lot of artists use music to figure out what they're going through or to help them cope with what they're going through, so... I think that's one of the most beautiful things about being an artist. So,
0: When did that start for you? When did you know that um, music was that for you? Um, I think when I was... Well, the, I don't
1: know. So I'd always been interested in music as a kid, but I think it wasn't confirmed writing-wise till I was about, I would say, 20 years old. But I knew I wanted to do music um, professionally in high school when I performed my first time performing on stage. I think that was kind of when I, I was like, this is what I want to do, I want to be a performer for the rest of my life help
2: me i feel i've lost myself it's just this one thing what great every
0: Inform your work? So you said you're from New York and also I've read a little bit you traveled a bunch as a kid. Does place inform the music? Um,
1: I feel like it's just, especially being a kid and traveling around a lot, I think I took in a lot. I absorb a lot. As a child, I feel like you absorb a lot in general and very quickly. Um, And I'd always, like I said, I'd always been interested in music so I would try and take in lots of music as much as I could and I just think that I use music Um, as like a soundtrack to certain situations in my life so um, being in certain places and wanting to write about them or write about experiences I've had with certain people I think I just correlate that with the locations that I
0: was in and try to incorporate that with little accents here and there and stuff like that is there a song, like one of your songs, or like present or past, that kind of is an example of what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole first EP, 3:33 AM, um, I definitely took a lot from when I lived in India as a child with my mom because I was talking a lot about losing my mom and kind of dealing with the grief of that. And I really wanted, especially in Monsoon, which is one of the tracks I really wanted um, to kind of incorporate that sound because I really wanted to express her personality. She was German but would have lived out the rest of her life in India. So I tried to kind of incorporate sounds like, uh, you know, classical singing samples and tablas and stuff like that, just trying to kind of get a little bit of that vibe from being there as a kid into my music. And then with Conexa, which is the following EP, I kind of went more of a bossa nova. Route and I was, it was I was talking more about romance and uh, like sensuality and stuff like that. So I felt like I always loved Bossa Nova as a child and growing up, you know, and I felt like it was kind of perfect, went well with what I was talking about. And I'd always wanted to do some sort of
0: style like that, so it was just like a win-win. So I noticed this when I looked at pictures of you and just always in your videos. Your clothes are incredible. Really? I just love your style. You. <laughs> um, and I just kind of, would you describe what you're wearing today? And, just yeah. ca- and also, I just, because your clothes are so great. Clearly, I love your style, but um, your clothes are awesome, and does... Do you love fashion? And what does fashion represent for you? Um,
1: I I guess I love fashion. I don't know if I'm like super stylish. I feel like I'm always changing when it comes to fashion. Um, But I I, I think what I'm wearing today, I'm wearing like this sort of like milkmaid, white top that's probably going to be like black by the end of the day because it's I'm just like getting coffee all over it and stuff. I didn't really pack well for this trip I kinda just threw a bunch of clothes into a suitcase because I just come off of tour and I didn't want to take my giant suitcase so I just threw a bunch of stuff in there.
0: How was tour? Where were you? Uh, I just finished
1: a European tour so it was pretty amazing just going around to Europe and it was a headline tour so it was pretty surreal seeing people singing along to my music in different countries where they don't even speak English. So it's pretty crazy. Very, I thought there was going to be like 10 people at the show and they were all sold out. So it was very surreal.
0: Ah, how did that feel to have uh, people from across the globe singing your songs?
1: It, it was absolutely crazy. I really did not expect it. And they were like, everyone was singing the music. They all knew all the lyrics, even to the new ones. So I definitely like teared up quite a bit on stage, especially during Monsoon, hearing people sing that one. So It was very crazy. Amazing, crazy,
2: just emotional, all of the above. I would never let go It's true true. God, I hope this is true
0: about Legendary Sade. You reached out to her to cover her song that I read. Um, Can you talk a little bit about, just tell us that story and then also about Sade and your music and as an influence probably. Yeah I mean Sade's always been a huge influence to me. My mom was
1: listening to her a lot when I was a kid so I kind of grew up uh, listening to her. I wanted to kind of cover a song of hers. I actually did it initially as a Christmas present to my sister because she kept being like, can you do a Shade cover for me? Can you do a Shade cover Because she always you'd say, that I sound like her. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to do this as a Christmas present. That way I don't have to buy her anything. And, um... <laughs> And so I did it, but I ended up really liking it. And like, so I just kind of threw it. I also wanted I was doing a little demo packet for my label, and I wanted my demo packet to sound a little bigger, so I just kind of or look a little bigger. So I, so I just kind of threw it in there. But I ended up really liking the track, and was like, you know what, I think I want to put this on the EP. But we had rearranged it. So in order to uh, put out a cover that's been rearranged, you have to get it approved by the writer and the artist. Um, luckily, one of the consultants for the label I'm with right now happened to be a part of signing her back in the day. So uh so she so he was like, Oh, I'm actually having he's British, so he had a British imagine this is a British accent. He's like, Oh, I'm have, actually having lunch with her darling on the Wednesday, so I'll just play it for her or whatever and I was just kind of like Alright, immediately that happened and my like heart dropped and I was just so nervous that, like I think it was like a Sunday, so I had to wait a few days and I was just internal panic attack every other minute, just being like, she's going to hate this, being like, who is this woman trying to be me, or something like that. But he wrote back the following day with an email saying that um, the song was approved, and that she loved it, and there was a little message from her saying that she loved everything I did with the track and that she wishes me all this success and she can't wait to see what I do with my career. And I was just, yeah, I was shocked. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> did
0: you totally lose it?
1: I did. I really was kind of just like, I can retire now.
0: I don't really have anything else to do. I've accomplished all my goals in life, so. <laughs> okay. How does self-care intersect with your work? You mentioned therapy. And I just think as this is a topic for me and I want listeners to think about self-care as integral to making work what does that look like for you it's very it fluctuates
1: a lot honestly I think um, I really feel like one thing that I personally need to learn that I've noticed is consistency is really important with whatever you find that is helpful to you Um, I think it's really just taking time to process what you're feeling even if you don't um, you know if you're going through something you don't really get to a answer. I feel like, um, it is always, you know, going to just help to just take time to like almost, I would say like some sort of mental meditation. It doesn't actually have to be meditation, but some just staring out a window, just taking time to do that in your life. And, um, you know, it doesn't help to, you know, do something relaxing, take a bath, get a massage or, you know, get make, do a facial, just a little moment, things like that. I think. Just taking time to focus on yourself is what self-care is to me. One, traveling, it's a little hard. Like, I really do like to have a little bit of a routine, but since I travel so much, it's kind of hard to do that. So this is why I say consistency, because I'm really trying to find a routine within traveling as well right now. That is always helpful for me.
0: So what are you listening to these days? What are you really excited about, new people, or um, your favorite artists? What, what are the wrecks?
1: Uh, my favorite artist right now, I have one, is uh, Lucky Day. I've been listening to him nonstop, on repeat, all, t- all day, every day. Lucky Day, I'm all about him. Um, yeah, he's kind of the number one for me. And then I always got to represent my favorite, uh, Gabriel Garzon Montano, always love him he's the best he's one of my closest friends and I think his music he's an absolute genius even before I knew him I was a huge fan of his so those two are my go-to all the time
0: (laughs) and then my last question is are you living your dreams
1: oh god definitely I'm definitely living my dream I never thought I would be anywhere close to this so the fact that I'm doing this and traveling around and performing for people is it's the ultimate goal
0: You can find this and other interviews at chirpradio.org podcasts. Chirp Radio. Hear what's next.